Welcome to another episode of InnerQuest, your journey to your wholeness, your journey to all that you are, your journey to your spiritual DNA. As usual, I am honored to be with two dynamic individuals that make up the New Thought Minister trio. First of all, there's Reverend Dr. Stephanie Wilson Coleman and Reverend Dr. Nick Angotti, along with yours truly, Reverend R. Ken Turner. We are all a part of Unity of Chicago South Spiritual Community. We stream on Sundays live, and you can catch us on demand on YouTube by the same name, Unity of Chicago South. So if you go to YouTube and search Unity of Chicago South, you will find uh, quite a few of our videos up there. In addition to that, we're on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and you can always come over to our website, unityocs.org. What we offer is conversation, spiritual conversation, um, breaking down some ideas that people um, may have about spirituality, about metaphysics, about new thought, putting them in a way that we feel is fun and uh, enabling to each and every individual. And in addition to that, we offer an opportunity for our listeners to text us or email us requesting spiritual support and prayer. Hey, we're going to take a pause from the conversation as you can hear it going on in the background. I want to remind you that our prayer and spiritual support is available through texting at 773-876-8998. Text in your name and your request. Remember, you don't have to include your last name. Or you can email at prayer all one word, prayer at unityocs.org. That's interquestprayer at unityocs.org. Remember to include a general idea of your prayer desire or your spiritual support desire and at least your first name. You do not have to include your last name. The three ministers will work with your requests during the week that it comes in after which we will pass it on to Silent Unity where they work with it for 30 days. Thank you so much for being a part of InterQuest and now back to the conversation. Enjoying the company of my two colleagues, and uh, grateful that uh, that you tune in to hear whatever we may just happen to come up with. <laughs> That's a wonderful way to put it. <laughs> and thanks for letting folks know we are, uh, we originate from Chicago, uh, in, in in different locations, but in the city. And then the uh, third. Uh, Amigo in our spiritual New Thought trio is today's conversation leader, and that is Reverend Dr. Stephanie Wilson Coleman. And hey, Stephanie, after you introduce yourself, why don't we go right into 
the subject of today that, that, that you're going to share with the listeners and allow us to support the conversation that you bring? Hi, I will. I'm Stephanie Wilson-Coleman, Reverend Dr. Stephanie Wilson-Coleman, and it is always a pleasure. Uh, I'm really enjoying these sessions and podcasts because it um, gives me a chance to reflect even into some of my own thoughts and feelings. So I hope those of you who are listening to us, from uh, we're from Chicago, as Rick Nick said, are having the same experience. Uh, one question that I thought that would be timely or one subject that I thought would be timely for us to discuss is spiritual practice during a pandemic, and not necessarily just a pandemic, but a crisis. Uh, people are, if you read the papers and listen to the news, people are in a state of uncertainty, and there are a lot of changes in which we absolutely finally beginning to understand that we don't have a lot of control over what happens, right? So for those of you who thought we had a lot of control, that's been proven <laughs> Uh, has been proven that we don't. So what I want, I thought it would be good for people listening to discuss some of the things that they can do in order to establish or continue, I hope in most cases, a spiritual practice during this pandemic so that if there are others, they, they have a kit already ready to go, a spiritual kit to go with them. Because uh, I think some people have just forgotten. We're just overwhelmed with what the news and shutting it out has become more and more difficult. Mm. When you say spiritual practice, what what does that kind of indicate or what's the outline of a spiritual practice? I know when you said it, I thought of individuals saying, well, I pray or I think of God or I read. How would you kind of uh, help folks define in, in general, what a spiritual practice might include, not saying it is, it's only what you say, but some of the things that it might include, which might kind of uh, energize some folks to think, oh, I didn't think yoga was part of a spiritual practice, but wow, okay. Any, so, anything come to mind? I guess you guys have guessed by now, as Reverend Doctor, I've got an interesting spiritual practice. So uh, uh, the thing that I would first recommend is that any practice you have as a spiritual practice, you do it regularly. You know, some people say in the morning, some say at evening, it's up to you to find that time that's best for you. So I would suggest that you, you experiment, you know, do you do it in the morning? Does that work for you in the afternoon, in the evening? I actually do mine twice a day. Um, and at first, you, it's like yoga, and I do take yoga. So your first yoga class, you're not going to do that back then, okay? Just know this. You're going to have to work into it, but know that every movement is success. So the same thing with a spiritual practice. So uh, people do say they pray, but I define prayer as you're talking to God. And at some point in there, you need to meditate so you can listen to what God has to say, okay? Mm. And it's And God isn't. And God talk, and it's different with everyone, and we just had this conversation in another interview I was on where uh, it could be a feeling, it could be an inclination to do something, it could be actually auditory because some people have those gifts, it could be visual, but you do need to sit still and listen. Uh, you need to have a set amount of time. I would recommend about 20 minutes in the morning, same thing in the evening where you spend some time 
uh, in gratitude, not asking for things, but being thankful for the things that as if they're already happened and, and see them happening because that's where the power is. When you, what you see is what you get. So if you're seeing illness or you're seeing poverty, that's what you're recreating because that's where you're spending your time and your energy. So try to spend some time in a moment, at least 60 seconds at the very beginning because it can be very hard to switch from always looking at the negative to all of a sudden looking at the positive. So find something that makes you smile, that makes you happy, something. If it's a flower or tree outside your house or a picture, find something and and focus on that so that you can get in a state of appreciation and gratitude because that's what you want to create. And then, you know, I always talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness needs to be a part of that, too. Trust me, somewhere, I don't care how holy you are and how many, how many, <laughs> how many letters you got behind your name, you need a forgiveness practice, okay? You need to sit down. And even if the forgiveness says, God, if they don't get hit by a car, <laughs> I forgive them. Because if you, as you do it, you'll get to just pure forgiveness. So you do need to Forgive the things that happened to you that caused hurt and harm. You do need to forgive the things that you did to others that may have caused hurt and harm. And sometimes you just need to forgive because you don't know who you caused hurt and harm to or the same to you, but you do have to have a forgiveness practice. Uh, do some reading. The one thing that I do like about crises and pandemics, if there's a good thing, is that the universe now has your attention and you, have, you now have time. So use your time that way, and as you go forth, you'll begin to find and understand that the more you're listening, the more you are clearing your mind of things, of negative things, the more you become still. Answers, ways, and solutions come from ways you, places you never, ever expected to find them. That's a good place to remind people before you uh, with, before you share, Nick, just to remind them again that we offer uh, prayer, treatment, consciousness raising, and you can participate in that to have us support you in that by giving us a call, I mean a text. Do not call. Do not call. We're not answering. <laughs> so don't call. You can text us. You can text us, and you can also email us, and that information will be shared throughout uh, today's uh, episode. You were, you were ready to give some good stuff there, Dr. Reverend. Yes. Dr. Yeah. Reverend? Oh, oh, well, you know, I, I, uh, Stephanie, the, the, that was profound, uh, what you, you said. And it, it raised some thoughts within me, especially the idea of gratitude, going back to gratitude, I remember uh, back in uh, when I was living in L.A., uh, I related to today in the pandemic. There are so many people right now who not only – well, there's a myriad of things going on mm -hmm. in so many people's lives right now, but the whole idea of, 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 of what's happening with the economy and how it's devastating to many – and uh, being bombarded with information. I remember back in L.A., I was going through ministerial classes at the time, 
and talk about the yin and the yang, and I also didn't know if I was going to end up on the street. That's how bad things were mm. financially. And so all I could do was turn to my practice. There was nothing else to turn to because out of the practice, everything unfolds. And so the idea of gratitude, what I did is I went into, I didn't, didn't scribe it, didn't write it down, but I went into what would be a, a semi-meditative state, but moving about the room, moving about through the kitchen, moving through my bedroom, moving through my daughter's room, and, and listing in my mind all the physical things that I already had, had. just mm. to remind me how prosperous I was at that moment. Just physical things. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I expanded it in the gratitude of my family and friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But oftentimes we... We're so focused on what is lacking, as you had stated, that we forget what we already possess. Yes. And because we are so focused on the physical, sometimes it becomes imperative to just focus on the physical to see what we already have. Mm. And that was the beginning of my making the shift. Mm. The other part of the shift was, I've studied this, I've studied that, I've learned this, I've learned that, I've prayed this, I've prayed that, and it brought me back to uh, the, the, the biblical phrase, which is out of my mind now, because I'm trying to be so profound. Uh, <laughs> you, you're doing a good job. You both are doing to, a good job of the profound thing. Go ahead. Yeah, it brought me back to help me with my disbeliefs. Yeah. Yes. Where, where, where? I know all this, but what don't I believe? What has yes. yet to come into my consciousness? During this period of time, I was invited to go serve at the at the mission. I was terrified to go down to serve at the mission. The reason why I was terrified of seeing myself mm. in the people there. As I went through the process of lifting myself up, that day turned into be the most wonderful day of my one of the most wonderful days of my life. The interaction. It was just so wonderful. Mm. things began to shift and change in little increments after that. And I kept blessing the little incremental changes. Blessing. And, uh, and today I continue to say thank you, God, for all that I have. Yeah. Wow. St Stephanie, you mentioned something early on that I, I certainly want to uh, just bring back to the forefront for, for a moment. Um, most of you have been you know, just so profound and you're sharing uh, on this episode and helping individuals and what they might be able to do to practice a, a spiritual approach to whatever challenges they may have. And you said that 
there is a change. You said change, change, and, and folks don't want to change, or they 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 fight the change. And it brought me back, just like it did you, Nick, to uh, a, a, a piece that was said, you know, many many years ago, just like you mentioned in the Bible about Paul. Uh, change is the only thing that's constant in life. And if change is the only thing that's constant in life, then our decision is not whether we will change or not. Our decision is how will we allow the change to affect us. And I think both of you uh, so beautifully described how that how you will work with the change to be a part of the change when when everything lives down, how do you become part of the change? Because change is inevitable, and how do you want it to change? Do you want to continue to look at the negative, as you said, Stephanie? Do you want to continue to disregard what you've already accomplished, uh, as you mentioned, Nick? Or do you want to decide that I will now appreciate life more? I will now be more grateful for life so that I can be so I can flow with that change and, and direct it uh, in, a, in a manner that would be beneficial to me as opposed to be uh, a resistance, as opposed to be that mighty oak, mighty oak in the tornado that will not bend and then become uprooted while the little smaller tree bends and goes with the wind and moves with the change and stands at the end of the day. So I think you both were so profound in uh, how you approach the spiritual the spiritual practice. Yeah, and I would just encourage people to stay stay in the moment as much as possible. So you know, so are you well right now? And be grateful for that. Are you safe right now? Be grateful that for that. When I was experiencing homelessness, that's one of the things that when I started to just focus on the moment, right now I'm safe, right now I'm healthy, right now I have everything I need in this moment. And then as I would find, have those moments become like, what am I going to do? And I would stop myself and say, right now everything is well, right now I'm okay. And you begin to, and it sounds like a small thing, but as you begin to string more of those moments together where everything is okay, then all of a sudden someone says, hey, you know, I need your help. Come live with me. All of a sudden someone says, you know, well, um, we have a job for you and you tell me how much you want to make. You'd be surprised what happens as long as you can just find those moments where you're okay right now. You're okay right now. And you'll begin to have many more things that you're okay from. But just don't resist it. The trees don't resist the wind. They bend with it, so they don't break. And we've got to learn to do the same thing. And no, we didn't cause this, we say. But maybe we did. Okay? But maybe, just maybe. Hey, we're going to take a pause from the conversation as you can hear it going on in the background. I want to remind you that our prayer and spiritual support is available through texting at 773 
876-8998. Text in your name and your request. Remember, you don't have to include your last name. Or you can email at interquest prayer all one word interquest prayer at unity ocs.org that's interquest prayer at unity ocs.org remember to include a general idea of your prayer desire or your spiritual support desire and at least and your God first name. You do not have to include your last name. You the three ministers will work with your request during the week that it comes in, uh, after which we will pass it on to Silent Unity, where they work with it for 30 days. Thank you so much for being a part of InterQuest, and now back to the conversation. And wait for the light to come on, and you refuse to get up and turn the switch on, then you are praying amiss. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to, what you got? What you got, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> what you have, Nick? I had a thought. The thought was gone. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. You got a new thought? Clear. No, no, I'm going back to uh, the idea of forgiveness that Stephanie had touched on. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Oftentimes awesome. we forget to forgive ourselves. Yes. Yep. Especially, you know, especially as ministers. I mean, but everyone does it. But as, as you know, I mean, when you think you got it all figured out, that's when you really got to start forgiving. Mm. Forgive myself. This situation came on, but I was thinking maybe blah, blah, blah. I forgive myself. When I was a child, I was told, you can't have that right now. We can't afford that right now. Okay, I forgive my mom and dad for imposing that on me at the time, but why am I still hanging on to it now when things are better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My father created the universe. My father has given me, because I am a child of God, everything I could possibly use or yeah. desire. All my needs are met. So I relax and allow that which I need to come forth. Mm. I forgive mm -hmm. myself for convincing myself I have moved to a different place now. Mm. And so I can no longer judge where I was at then because I am here now. And now is the only moment I have. Right. Right. Wow. You, you started off with... Um, when you think you're there, when you think you have it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is the note that came to me. When you think that you, uh, when you think that you have it all, start over. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you find yourself the biggest fish in a pond, you're in the wrong pond. You need to be in the yeah, biggest There you pond. go. That's right. <laughs> when you think you're there, start over, start over. For, for sure. Man, you know, these are getting, as we would expect, they're getting better and better uh, because we're getting the chance to release some of the goodies that we have uh, ingested over the 67 years, 60 to 70 years of our time, our collective time uh, in this movement and, and as students. Um, I was on a prayer call uh, recently, and they asked for a bio, you know, a little bio. And, I, you know, I had in there one of my term, one of the terms that I used, and I said I'm a spiritual pilgrim. And he said, wow, we need to know more about this spiritual pilgrim thing. And I said, well, I didn't know I was going to have to explain it, so I guess I have to think about it a little bit more <laughs> so I can tell you what it means. But, but, but it's a, it's the, actual, the actual fact is that we are all spiritual pilgrims continuing to seek the wholeness, continuing to seek the fullness, continuing to enhance our spiritual practice continuing to, to search for a better relationship with that creative energy that we have a name for. Uh, and, and because of that, because we are, when we accept the fact that we are, we can start over when we think we're the biggest fish in the pond because it is part of a continual search. And it's, there is no arrival. It's just the journey, you know. There is no arrival. What, what, where are you going to arrive to? And there's so many people that think that they have arrived and they think that they are all that they are. And I think of uh, Bill Gates, a uh, very rich man, I understand. Uh, Mark Cuban, very rich man, I understand. They've arrived financially, but they know that they haven't arrived totally. So they start foundations. They, they do outreach. They go after righting wrongs and so forth because there is no end. And then there are others who think that, well, I have this money, so I have arrived. And, you know, some of us pattern ourselves after those folk, and some of us understand that there is another side to it. And that spiritual practice that you introduced today, Stephanie, and that you enhanced, Nick, certainly gives us an opportunity and gives the listeners an opportunity to choose another path, a path that is mm -hmm. a continual journey, a continual practice. It's ongoing. It should be a joy. Uh, Gojo Goldsmith made it a joy. You know, he turned it into, wow, I've got to do this too. Wait a minute, if I look at it a different way, I can really give my talents to the universe. Mm -hmm. So it's about finding the fact that it is a joy, finding the joy in life, appreciation, all the things that you guys have mentioned, which are just awesome, gratitude, appreciation, uh, understanding, uh, blessing what we have, and appreciating what we have. And with that said, I want to, before we say good, goodbye and good night to uh, each of you, I want to remind the folks again that if you uh, have appreciated some of what you've heard today, we uh, extend our invitation to you. It makes me feel like I'm doing an altar call. But come, if you choose to 
Uh, if you seek some spiritual support, some prayer support, some consciousness raising support, some treatment, uh, spiritual treatment, uh, then reach out. Give us a, a text. Give us an email. Uh, when we receive it, we immediately go to work. The three of us go to work, and then we turn it over to Unity Spiritual, I mean, Silent Unity for the rest of the month or for a 30-day period. So, again, that number has been said. We'll say it one more time. We'll give you all the information. You know how we do it. We just give it to you, and we keep the show rolling, the uh, episode rolling. So with that said, I want to thank you so much for uh, helping make this journey happen, Reverend Dr. Nick. Uh, Reverend Dr. Stephanie, for making it happen. Do, do any final words from either of you? Thank you, Reverend Arkin. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just glad to be a part of it. I've enjoyed them all, so it's great. I did have a little thought that since we all like to cook, maybe we'll do, maybe down the road we'll do one in our kitchen. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, you yeah. Know. Yeah, let those yeah. ideas flow. Hey, yeah. we do not hold those spiritual ideas when they come. We just let them flow and see where they go. God bless each and every one of you listeners. We want you to know that the Christ in us, the namaste means the Christ in us, the divinity in us, that which is whole and complete in us, recognizes and joins with the Christ, the wholeness in you. Namaste. And so it is. So it is. So it is. And it is. Wow. Now. Prayer request to interquestprayer at unityocs.org or you can text your prayer or spiritual support request at 773-876-8998.